You know what? That came in the podcast intro. Oh my god. Oh, he just wanted to see if Chris is okay. Oh, okay. She probably sent a snap to him and said, Oh, I'm doing Oh, wow, well, okay. Because, you know, that's what she loves to do. Bitch about stuff. Why are you so mean to me? Because you're on mic. <laughs> oh, shit. Just kidding. I love you. Welcome back, y'all. Today's podcast is a little bit more of a fun episode. We're just going to be picking on each other and we're using... We're doing that under the guise of t- telling you all more about us so you get to know us better. Today we'll be a legit fuck you Mika and a fuck you Anson episode. So. Yeah, I, it wasn't it wasn't gonna be a fuck you Anson. I was actually thinking of like constructive criticism, but... Oh, I mean, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking too. But oh, really? Yeah, well, I yeah. guess we'll see when it gets there. <laughs> it's like a Mika, this is what's wrong with you. And also, fuck you, change it. Interesting. Little bit, you know, a little bit about that, but interesting. Mm. Actually, no, no, no. Let's just say that it's a, it's a constructive criticism episode, and we'll let the listeners decide for themselves okay. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do you, do you want to go first? Oh, okay. How about this? We can each like before you roast me. I can say like what I think is wrong. So that it's like a defense that doesn't look like I'm just defending myself after you've already roasted. Ah, interesting. So, yeah. All right, okay. Okay, so with me, I tend to like, uh, some people call it like overthinking it. So I connect everything and come up with like weird reasons to not do things. For example, um, my dad would always ask me to cut my hair because he said it looked messy. And because of the way he said it and the negative associations I have with my dad as a person, and the, all those times he said it in a negative way, I just refuse to listen to anyone now who says, cut your hair, it's messy. And, you know, you, it might be messy, like a lot of people might think it's messy, but I just don't do it because of that negative association. So, What so if I say, cut your hair so it can look better? I mean, I think it looks fine. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing. And then the other thing is, uh, I get, like, really... I, I'm not very tolerant at all as a person. So, like, just accepting people who are different, I guess. That's a really broad one. But that's all I got. I have no... Yeah, there's no... Yeah, I'm going to get roasted anyway. So, continue. Okay, so I guess for me... I think what I might be criticized on. No, is you you say yours like before I roast you. Oh, okay, yeah, so all ju- right. So now it's time okay. roasting. So, um, you were partly right about the first one. Okay. But that that isn't really a big deal. Okay. It's just your hair, so, fuck it. So um, but in the in the, in the same way, you kinda, explain part of what I was going to say. Because you talk about the negative associations of with your dad and everything, and that's why you don't want to listen to anyone, right? Think of that, but apply it in a broader sense to your whole like family dynamic and your childhood. Okay. So that was one of the things that Grace came up with. Was okay. that um. You like to use your family and how they treated you, as an excuse. Okay. Okay, as an excuse to not do something or not change something so for example like last episode i was roasting you about uh your lack of punctuality okay okay so and then your excuse which you say was not an excuse but it still is an excuse is that 
because your family always told you to hurry up and then scolded you when you were not on time that's why now you don't want to listen to anyone when they say to be on time yeah think about like use that same con- same concept and apply it to everything, everything? else yeah. yes so you know for example um I cannot think of like a specific example. There's now. everything. You don't like, need everything. An yeah, exactly. Every single. Like, let's say Mika, change A, and then you'll be like, "Oh, I would like to, but then like, you know, when I was younger, my mom used to do this to me, and I'm now like fucking hate it. I don't want to change that." And we're like, "Okay, but you know, you you have to because it's bad for you. Like it's a negative part of your like, it's a negative, and you don't want to have negatives too many negatives in your life anyway. I accept that no one is perfect, but." Sometimes you know if you can improve, then you should try to improve. Wow, who was that? <laughs> that was me. I'm sorry, but no. I mean, who texted you? Oh, my secret someone. Oh, okay, fuck you, secret someone. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, that was that's pretty much my point. Which uh, like that was pretty much Chris's point, which I agreed to and Kato agreed to as well. So your defense. Um, well. I guess there's no real like if for any of you who have experienced like like traumatic stuff like my like childhood um, and living under like such toxic people, you might be able to empathize with the fact that like no nothing you really say or write or like do can really convey to people who haven't been through the same thing the same feeling. So, like when I say I don't want to. Like I accept punctuality as a negative, um, because it is because my I have negative associations with that being on time as a kid. I'm not just like I'm not in my brain. I'm not thinking, like, oh, on time takes more effort. So like I'm just gonna use this excuse. I'm thinking like of all the times that I show up to like a friend's birthday party or something, and I'm like crying as I go inside as a kid. Because my dad has been yelling at me in the car for being like thirty seconds late, and I'm not trying to like fish for sympathy. It's I'm trying to say like, it's not using it as like a shield. It's always on my mind. It is part of my mind. So, I, that is part of me. Like it's just me. I'm not using it as an excuse. So I would say like, for people to think that is natural, but it's incredibly hurtful, and it's not your fault because you guys haven't experienced the same thing. And I'm not making an excuse. That's legit what I think about. Probably time will heal it, but that's just the way I am right now, and that's the first thing I think about, and I say what I think. Usually, I'm I'm not just making an excuse, which it is kind of an excuse, but you know, so that's my defense, which is not defense because it's just repeating what you said. You see, if you if you tell people that, like what you told just told to us, like told to me, then they'll be fine because your normally your response if let's say you're late and you're like, Mika, please stop being late. You're like, no, I cannot because. My family caused me like your your my family made me that way. Then people associate with you not, not trying. But that's, I would say that's not the case. Like you want to, but it's just all these traumatic memories are oppressing you and keeping you down. Like but like you said, time might heal you. So you should be you should change the way you respond instead of yeah. making people think that it's a think that it's a negative. Think of it as more like a. I'm working on it, but it's hard. Yeah, L- like I said, like no, when in the context of the situation, like your your friends have been waiting in the cold for like ten minutes, just standing there, and you show up like out of breath because you've been running, because you missed the bus or something. 
And if you were to explain that in that context, if I were to explain that in that context, it wouldn't go through anyway, just because of the context. So it's it's difficult. Like that's what I meant when I once said like, I start off in a worse place. Okay, I'm not gonna say that because that's also a commonly disputed thing. I'm just gonna edit that out. But yeah, I, I yeah I agree with what you said. Okay, so point number dos. Okay, fuck. What was it again? I forgot. I had a list. Um. <laughs> oh God, I forgot. Holy shit! What? I had like three points. What What was the third one? Well, I mean, that was the first one, right? Yeah. And then the second one would be stubborn, oh. not listening to people, fussy, grumpy, gets upset easily. Uh, what else? What stubborn, stubborn is one. Yeah, stubborn is one. Okay, is that the third one? Well, stubborn. Well, stubborn is probably like the second one, but stubborn also ties in with the first one. First one, right? Yeah. It's like you know, Mika. Oh, okay. So there we go. You constantly um try to change people's uh, or not maybe not change, but like critique and try to change people's uh, lifestyle. Okay. For example, um. When it comes to health, which okay. you you are like you're like a big health nut, right? You love it. You love health, which you know. Yeah. People should be healthy, but but you know. if they don't want to be healthy, it is their choice to not be healthy. Mm-hmm. And you are the kind that always goes like you know. You really shouldn't be eating this, this, and this. Like you know, you should go to the gym more. Yeah. But then people don't want that, like. Same same way how people tell you Omega don't be late. Mm. You're telling them, you know, don't eat this. Yeah, yeah. So, like people don't appreciate that. Really? Yeah, they don't. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I got the same comment from my sister actually. After I left home, she's like, it just feels so much more free, you know, mm. because like I don't have to like listen to all your opinions. And like, my like response I guess to that is I don't intend to like force it down your throat. I'm just like. Talking what I think, and I'm use I like that's one mistake I make actually. I assume everyone is like like me, and if I were to hear you saying that, say that again. I assume that everyone is like me. That's point number three. That's the third one. I knew. It. So like I'm expecting Anson to be like me in the sense that if I were to say to Anson like Anson, you should go to the gym more. For example, if Anson were me and me didn't want to go to the gym, I would have some vehement. Passionate response to which basically means like fuck you. I don't want to go to gym. But a lot of people are a lot more like, I guess they just they chill about it. Like they don't really want to come up with something like that, or they just don't want. They just hear don't it. want to have conflict. Yeah, exactly. You so know, like, if you if you keep telling me to go to the gym, but I don't want to, you're gonna you have know, to keep shooting. The it down. first five times I'm gonna say no, but then on the sixth time I'm gonna say fuck you, no. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, right now you're telling people to eat healthy, you know, live healthier. They're just saying no now because they might be on the like the third no. Yeah. But when it comes to the sixth no, then you will know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really intend to like shove it. I like my my thing, which is always I I always think the exact same thing, and I'm being honest here, and that might be another bad thing. What I'm about to say, but like. What I used to what I used to sell, say to people when they say like, stop talking about these things because it's like making me feel bad or something, or like I don't want to hear it, is like, 
if you don't want to hear it, then don't talk to me. Like, go find some other friend that doesn't say anything. Number one. Number two, grow a fucking spine. If your opinion is so, like, weak that me saying it a few times will make you, like, question it, isn't there something fucking wrong? It's because you're insecure about it. You're insecure about... Uh, okay, this is just my opinion. I'm not making you hear it. I'm just telling you because you happen to be here in the podcast. If you are insecure when someone says you should go to the gym and you don't go to the gym, it's because you're insecure about it because you know that going to the gym is good for you but you just can't muster up the fucking balls to get out of bed earlier or sacrifice like your Netflix time to go to the fucking gym and it's going to be bad for you in the end. That's my thought. And like, I don't say that whole thing to people. Like, I just... It, to me, it's subtle hints. Like, I'm going to gym. Like, you want to join? That's what I used to do. Like, I used to ask you. Then I know you don't want to. So then, like, I just... Like, subtle hints to me, in my mind. But I guess people don't take it that way. So, like, yeah. I, I gotta correct you on the insecure point. It's not that I'm... Like, people are insecure about going to the gym. It's, that, it's just that they don't care about the gym. That's the mm. difference, you know? It's not like I'm ashamed of my body, so I don't want to go to the gym. It's that I don't like lifting weights. I don't like... um, I don't like just you know, lifting metal and, like, hurting myself. Like, you ask me to go rock climbing, and I always say yes, unless I have work and stuff, mm. right? Because I love rock climbing. I love going to the rock climbing gym. And I still, you know, I still hurt, I still hurt myself. I tire myself out. My muscles feel sore a day later. But I don't complain because I did what I love doing, which is rock climbing. But if it's just something you don't care about, then why does it have such a negative image in your mind? So it's like if you talked about basketball. I don't know jack shit about basketball and I don't follow it. But I would still be interested in you hearing you talk about basketball. And I'm actually a little bit confused when you don't talk about all the stuff that you are passionate about. Sometimes just because you don't think I'm passionate about it. Like my whole basis with relationships is learning about the other person. And if I, like I want you to tell the, all the things that you're passionate about. That's what I expect like from people to do naturally. So if you tell me about like the NBA all the time and that's 70% of our conversation, in my mind, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to have a friend that talks about the NBA so much. So then you move down the friends list. It's like that simple. Like you don't tailor yourself depending on the friends you're on necessarily. Like it's not a performance. You're just you. That's like, I guess that's a difference in our the no, way I, we I'm not. I'm not saying that that's a negative image in my mind. I'm saying that if it's already obvious that someone doesn't like it, and you still keep pushing it on them, then it gets annoying. Interesting. Okay. Like, have you never thought about it? You know, like, I, okay, I, mean, I never thought so that it's let's pushing. say, what is something that you really don't like? School. Okay. And I'm, t- I'm telling you, you know, every, every other day or so, Mika, go to school. That's exactly what people do. Exactly. exactly like, you don't like it, right? No. Same thing with the gym. Same thing with, you know, Grace with broccolis. She hates broccolis, by the way. Interesting. <laughs> you know why she hates broccolis? Why? Because when she was younger... Her parents were forced she, to eat the, it? She stayed with an aunt. Okay. And the aunt would always feed her broccolis even, if she, even when she said no. Okay. So that's how you come to not like something, right? And then you keep forcing that on the person. This brings up like, negative connotations, in, um, negative uh, images in their mind. Like... You already know that I don't like the gym, so you never ask me to go to yeah, the gym yeah. anymore. I'm good. I'm I'm great. That's great. Thank you for not asking <laughs> me to gym anymore because I I don't go. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if in the span of the five months since you moved here, you still kept asking me to go to the gym, we might not be as close anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you can see yeah, where yeah. the point I'm coming from, right? Same thing with. Um, eating healthier. Like, I'm not saying that Grace doesn't eat healthy. 
she eats much healthier compared to some of the other friends I know. But if you still keep pushing her, like, you know, you should be eating more fruits, you should be eating more quinoa, you know. Was that a specific point that she brought up? Mm, well, is that just an example? Her, that's an example, but her example was you pushing her to be healthy. Really? Okay. That, was her, that was her main sticking point. Interesting. So, I guess, the whole point of this is to not get Grace to be healthy because she doesn't like doing anything sports-related. Probably because of the negative connotations to do with an active lifestyle when she was younger. But, like, I guess that's her story to tell. And that's, yeah, that's point number two for me. Interesting. And I also came up with point number three and point number four. Lol. <laughs> okay. Okay, get through. Uh, point number three, which you already talked about, is that you always assume that people are like you. Are the same, yeah. Yeah. And... That's bullshit. People are not like you. Yeah. People don't want to be like you. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be like you. I yeah. don't want to have a fucked up mind, thank you. Also, I don't want to wear my jeans like it's I'm a gangster or something. Okay. And I don't want to have curly hair as well, but that's just appearances, but you know. Okay. Fair enough. You should never assume that people are like you. Okay. Just because you like A, you should never assume that people like A as well. Okay. You can ask them if you like if they like A. And if they say no, then that's fine. But you don't always push them to like A. I never intend to push people to like something. I know, that, but that's just an example. Okay. But I'm, I'm saying that you should never assume people are like you. When you, for example, if you first approach someone and you talk to them, the, the, like, what I'm thinking of is that Medium article you wrote a few months ago. About? About the blonde girl in your... Interesting, okay. Is it your English class? Yep, yep, English. Yeah, so you are approaching her with the mentality of, I want to learn more about this person. Okay. And why she doesn't like reading. Okay. And uh, Mika will link the article. No, I will not because it's deleted. Oh, is it deleted? It's deleted, yeah. Never mind. So, okay, yeah. Uh, But yeah, you're approaching her with the mentality that you want to learn something from her, which is great. Like, I would do like, I would do something like that too. But she sees you as someone who's just invading her private space and criticizing her on not reading. But, you know, that's, that's like, you know, that's probably a reason why she doesn't like reading. Yeah. And you are... Or being, doesn't care. Or doesn't care about reading. Yeah, exactly. And you are being like, why are you not reading? You should be reading. But, you know... Reading is good, but that's your opinion. Mm, to her. I mean, that wasn't really the whole point of the article, but I guess, like, again, I'm not good with words, right? That, that wasn't the point of the article, but... I mean, that's not the point of the article, but I'm, like, you know, I'm just that, taking that, that example. Out, right? Yeah, I'm just taking that example from the article, and I'm trying to show you the other side of the story, because articles, they are biased, right? Yeah. Because they are written from your perspective. And you don't know anything about her perspective. Yeah. And I'm just trying to show you, even if it's the wrong perspective, sort of like what her perspective could be and what I felt that her perspective is. So my perspective of her perspective is that... <laughs> I know, kind of weird, but... I just felt that she was... She, she was very triggered by you going after her, especially in the writing as well. Because... To her, it felt like you were criticizing her for being uh, someone who is lazy, doesn't want to learn, and, you know, 
things that you normally associate with people that don't like reading. You know, if I if you say that you don't like reading, what are the first few things that pop up in my mind? Um, maybe you don't like learning. You maybe don't care. you don't care. Yeah, maybe you're just academ academically not that good. All these negative connotations. I'm sure that in her mind, she, she knows. Thought, you know. She knows that as well because that I think I would say that that was a that's a pretty common um, like association. Yeah, common association, right? So she would be like. Oh, this guy is thinking these things I'm about like me. I'm a dumbass, right? Yeah, I'm a dumbass. You know, maybe also like, and then she'd be like, "But I, I know I'm not." So like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck why, you. Why, why are you doing this to me? Why are you exposing me like that? Yeah, I've gotten better at writing those types of articles, but <laughs> that was a bad one. Yeah. So that's point number three. Okay. Point number four is that you're not PC enough. PC. Yes. Oh my fucking god. You are fucking Malaysian. Are you gonna talk about PC? That is a baseline. Fucking to PC. bullshit. Really? Yeah, I know. Really? Yes. Really. Political correctness. Yes, I I know. As as stupid as it sounds, yes. Okay. Depending on the context. Oh, depending on the context. Depending. I on swear the all the time too. Swearing is fine. Okay. If right now you tell me in this context that. I shouldn't use that. No, before. don't. Do not. Do, do not. not. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> In public, okay. you tend to like to speak very loudly and exclaim a lot about things that trigger you. Okay. And in those kinds of uh, in those moments of excitement, okay. Or uh, like in those moments of excitement, you like to use the words "gay" a lot. Okay. For example, that's fucking gay. Yeah. Very loudly. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. Why? Because in Canada. There's like people actually respect the LGBTQ community. I mean, it doesn't mean that it's gay. Means in my mind, like when I say that's gay, or like the train is like gonna come. I get to the train station, for example, and the train is coming in like fourteen minutes. I'm like, that's fucking gay. Gay means like it's like actually, yeah. I know gay I, doesn't oh, mean shit. that. Yeah, it, but it actually does. Yeah, yeah, but then it's you know. People think about it and they're like, dude, you really shouldn't say that. It's just PC, base, yeah, it's, baseline. It's, it's no? cultural differences. Yeah, cultural differences. In Malaysia, I don't give a shit, you know. Malaysia, I'll say all the stuff I wouldn't ever say here because I don't want to get... Do you remember out. the time when we were at rock climbing and I was I said nigga or something? Yeah. And then you were like, you started walking away. I remember that. Yeah, like, I don't and know this guy. You, you walked away and then you came back after a while. I'm like, did you like have to fart or something? He's like, don't say the N-word. That's, that's what you did. Yeah, because that's a big thing, you know. You no, but I talked to my um, neighbor who is like South Sudanese and she hangs out with all kinds of African-American people. And she said that A, nigga with an A, is like they call themselves that all the time. Yeah, but that only black people can say that. Yeah, that's another thing, right? Uh, only black people can say that. But then there are some black people who don't like using that word as well. For example, yeah. um, Arrow. Yeah. He hates that word. Really? Yeah. He hates it. Interesting. He... I mean, that guy despises that word with a passion. Why? Because it's all these negative connotations with the word. And then, you know, it used to be a racial slur. But yeah. then now black people adopted it for themselves. They call themselves like brothers, right? Yeah. But... Like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like that people are using it like that. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. 
That's pretty much it. You know, this reminds me of the, like you know the whole like Logan Paul and the, the Suicide, Suicide Forest. Forest. Yeah. And like I watched the whole video. Me too. Yeah. Like after it was taken down, I found it and I watched it. Yeah. And honestly, like I didn't think it was there was anything wrong. Well, okay, so no, no, I'm not here. Uh, I don't want to debate that. I'm. I was gonna talk about when after that whole controversy. Logan Paul had an interview with Casey Neistat. Yes. And he talks about the fact that he was insensitive generally and as a form of entertainment. And Casey called it, like, used that synonymously with culturally insensitive. And Logan, like, really disputed that, saying there's a difference between being insensitive and culturally insensitive. So, like, insensitive means you're just generally don't care. You're not sensitive to other people, right? Shit. Culturally insensitive means it's only that specific culture that you attack, and I would say like there's a difference for me as well. I mock my own culture because that's just the way I talk. So if I mock yours, it's either because I don't know it that I'm mocking it that it's that bad, or I legit just do that all the time. So I I know there's a difference. It's worth knowing. It's worth knowing. Like for from for what I'm like what I'm thinking is if insensitive is okay. Because insensitive, insensitive, it's okay for nobodies. Okay. Because if you are insensitive, that doesn't affect a big number of. You're people. talking about me and the brand again, aren't you? Is no, that, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm talking about the Logan Paul situation. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But in the Logan Paul situation, he cannot afford to be insensitive because he has a following of like what ten something million. The thing is, that's what he does for entertainment. That's yeah, but his YouTube channel. Uh, it's. It's also bad because his audience are mostly young, young kids, and they are very impressionable. And if you go around, like you know, if a if you go around saying the n word all the time, like Logan Paul, if he goes around saying the n word all the time, and then all the kids will be like, "Oh shit, it's a cool thing to say," yeah, you know. Yeah. And then they start saying the n word all the time too. You can see how that's bad, right? Like, yeah. If Logan Paul starts filming a guy that you know that committed suicide in the forest. And the kids see that, and he's laughing at the suicide. He wasn't laughing at it though. Was he? he no. I mean, he, did you watch the video? I did. He was laughing after. He's was like, he? Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! And then he started laughing. Was he? Yeah, because he was excited at seeing a dead body. You know, someone had committed suicide. To the kids, what would that say? Like, what is suicide? Something that's cool. Something that will make Logan Paul notice me. You know, like interesting. I never thought about that actually. Especially kids, they're dumb. And that's not controversial because that's true. Yeah, kids are fucking dumb, right? Like, if you if you watch a Logan Paul video and you see that he's like, he's laughing about suicides, then you would think that suicide is not a joke. I, I mean, my joking I, I guess like the only thing that I thought about with that video is I thought he was when he got to that person he blurted out and he got serious and the music changed and everything. I didn't. I don't even remember him laughing, but whatever. But my only thing was why the fuck did you put that in in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Like show the forest, show the Japan fucking around with the Pokemon in the parking lot and shit, but just cut out the dead guy. Like, why would you put that on? You know. There's also this whole the context to the video. They went into the forest with the intentions of finding a body. Really? That's what they did. I think that's what they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's if that's the up. case, then that's like that's, that's fucked, fucked up. up right? That's like, fucked up. You are basically trying to take advantage of someone who because going they hated. Because they hated their life so much, they committed suicide. And he's taking advantage of that. Yeah, okay. 
you can see how the yeah, how, yeah. how the videos are there, yeah. right? And it's not it's not that's totally beyond the insensitive, like being insensitive. That, that's just yeah. being dumb. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but was that your last? That's my last point. Okay, it's gonna be a fucking long video. <laughs> um, I thought you only have one point for me. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I don't know how you're gonna take it. Ooh. I, Ooh. <laughs> like I don't know. Is it's... it about okay, okay? So before you start talking, yeah, you me, gotta defend yourself. I gotta defend myself. So okay, what I think it is could be my. I think perhaps my lack of work ethic and my lack of ambition. Uh no. Oh, not even close. God damn it! All right. Okay, I'm not. I'm not prepared for this. So <laughs> just, let's go. Okay, so the reason I like I, I don't know at this age maybe my knowledge of people and culture and the world is narrow enough, which is ironic when I tell you about like what I think your weakness is. Narrow enough that I like pretty easily like categorize people. I categorize people as those who stay where they are. Or want to stay where they are Or those who move somewhere Either backward or forward And I put the backward and forward in the same category So my thing My read of you Would show the first biggest weakness Which is the only thing that I want to talk about today Is that It's like the world has like 360 And you are in the center of it Your field of vision is narrow Obviously because no one knows everything around them Right? But And like a lot of people have like a narrow field so maybe like out of 360 degrees that's like 10 degrees that's fine when you start out because that's the way you start out you're born into one culture and one family and shit and you, it's up to you to discover it but i feel like you're you're not like super, you don't prioritize the fact that you only have like 10 degrees say and you have like another 350 to discover and that kind of i think leads you to like so you're in the center but all this shit is happening around you but because you only have 10 degree vision you can't see all the stuff that's happening so say like something something hits you from like behind when you can't see and all you see is the 10 so all you know about is 10 degrees and when something happens to you it can be from anywhere so you immediately assume because your knowledge is so limited that it's within what you know whereas you don't even know what you don't know so therefore you don't know how you can fuck up for example my dad grew up in a time when college was the way to go. If you didn't go to college, you didn't have a job and you were a loser. In 2019, it's not like that anymore. But even though I tell him that even though college is helpful to me, I don't want to go because it's not for me and I don't enjoy it. And it's my opinion. He's like, no, you have to go to college because that is the way. He has no intention of considering, of entertaining the fact that there might be something else that he doesn't know because he's been doing that for so long so that's my thing with you that's can you all be, can you give me like a specific example you don't know what you don't know and you're not interested in looking for it oh okay yeah basically yeah, yeah I, can, I can see yeah. that I can see that yeah a lot, a lot I mean I've, I think that the vast majority of people will end up like between 10 and like 25 degrees out of 360 just because we're one person and you've only got like nine years of life what can you possibly know you can't know everything but i don't know i personally admire the f the act of trying to expand that and like people who don't i'm just like you know there's so much more that you don't know that you don't know so you know i mean this comes down to you assuming that you are like 
that everyone's house is like you, you know. I I might only see ten degrees, but it doesn't mean that I don't try to see like behind me or like more than ten degrees. Maybe I do try to see more than ten degrees. It's just that it's I don't not, know. It's just that yeah, maybe you don't know. Yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. But as you said, I'm only one person, so and I'm not as ambitious and I'm not as hardworking as you are. So even if I do manage to broaden my what to say, broaden my field of view, maybe I can only see up to fifteen percent. But that's on me because I'm just like, like who that. cares, right? Yeah. I mean if if I can still survive, I can still do whatever I like with fifteen degrees, I'm more than content. But you you want to see the whole three sixty and that's you. Well the you thing is I guess like I knew you were gonna say that. So the I feel like the reason that you are like not you as an ensign, but like you as a general, like just all of you. Like as a as a you know what I'm saying, like you? <laughs> who's who's you? Like So like when you tell a joke, it's just like you walk into a bar, so it can be anyone. Oh kind of you. Right, so okay. like the reason that people like don't don't see it, don't expand it, is because like you haven't encountered like something traumatic enough that your five per- five degrees doesn't work. So when your entire world like fucks up, you're like you're either like, okay, fuck my life, I'm gonna go like into this like pit of sadness or you say like there's something more to the world and I wanna go look for it. So then your five percent becomes like ten. And then when your ten fucks up Fuck, this isn't enough. Go to 15. So I feel like the, re- the danger with not knowing more or constantly expanding is that when some shit hits you, you're less ready the less you can see. And I know that because I've hit, been hit by like so much shit in my life when all I thought about was the narrow field that I was seeing. For example, um, in high school, I was dating my girlfriend and after about three months of dating-ish, my mom declared war on the relationship. Now, that was very, very upsetting, and I'm still trying to get to this point of what I'm about to say. Like, I'm still trying to get this understanding myself, absorb it, but what people, what adults told me back then was, you know what, you're going to graduate in like a year and a half, so this is really just a blip in your life. It's not the end of the world. But to me, it did feel like the end of the world because I didn't have the perspective of, perspective of time and like how I could have other issues that are bigger than that. So that's what I mean. Like when shit hits you and your thing is narrow, you're less prepared. And I'm worried that when you get older and you like get a family and like have like more responsibility and shit hits you and you deal with it not well or like you could have dealt with it better if you were just more expanded, that affects more people. Like my dad. In my dad's case. Like college might be good for me in the end, but it's causing me a lot of unnecessary pain. (laughs) And it might be worse if I didn't go. We'll never know because here I am in college. But because of the fact that his judgment is responsible for governing three other people in the family, if he doesn't do a good job, there goes the three other people that's under his control. You know? That's what, like, I don't know. I'm biased because I've been the result of a lot of bad decisions. But, you know, that's just my read. Mm. Okay, I see. Yeah. No. Okay, I guess that's something that I would think about, but mm, defense, not really much defense to that. I, okay, you know, mm, not relatable. I yeah, guess. I mean, not relatable. It's like all the stuff I say, right? Yeah, it's like I can kind of see that, but at the same time, I feel that I'm not 
that narrow-minded, I feel that I do try to look at things as well. I do try to learn. But that's how I feel. I mean, hmm. I guess for the decisions part, when I normally if I, if I encounter like a very tough decision, I think to myself, how will this affect me in five minutes? How about in five days? Or how about in five years? And if it's a big enough thing that will affect me in five, like in five days and five years, then I really, you know, I really try to think about this and really try to solve it out before I do anything stupid. You know what really actually made me kind of like kicked my ass into the grind of like I gotta know like different perspectives. Part of the reason I hang out with y'all, even though you're so different, right? And which is causing the conflict of like, you know, I drop hints or not so subtle hints that you know, like Kato go to the gym or Grace be more healthy. It's because y'all are so different than me. That's why. Um, part of the reason that kicked me into that mode of like finding different people and learning all I can, is because. When my sister came out of the closet, literally what that phrase means, like, and told me that she was like her sexual orientation is not conventional, it's non-binary. I was at that point, like, um, wait, I thought that was just some bullshit that, like, people made up just because they had nothing better to do. Literally, that's what I thought of LGBTQ. I did not think it was a real big like thing that's natural. I thought that people just watch media and then decided, oh, I want to be gay, I want to like guys or something. I literally thought that. So when it turned out that it's not true, and I love talking to my sister about this because I learn so much every time. When I learned that that's not true, I'm like, shit. There's so much that I don't know that I didn't know. So like before I make this mistake again, like imagine if I'm sitting here today thinking, like, gay people are like just trying to like be difficult and it's not a real thing. Imagine the flag that I would get. So it's like, yeah, that's what kicked me into this. It's ridiculous, right? But that really woke me up. Okay, so I'm basically what you're saying that is that what woke you up is that all the things that you don't know and you want to know all these things. Yeah. I would say that that's a majority of the people as well. It's just that you don't notice that. Well, you make that assumption. That's but true. That's true. But I are you are you actually like you on a micro level? Are you actually doing? Everything in your power to do this. Well, you see what I'm what I'm trying to expand, what I'm trying to learn. It's different. Totally different than what you're interested in. So, just because I don't tell you about tell you about it doesn't mean that I'm not trying to. Yeah, true. Right. True. Because what you want to learn is much, much more different than what I'm trying to learn. Right. Yeah. So let's say I'm really interested in a game and I want to learn more about it. Like you know, I'm still learning stuff. But that doesn't apply to you at all, no, right? No, step back. Like, not about the, just a specific game or gaming in general or computers. Like, what about completely left field? Like, like see, that's what I'm saying. Just because I'm doing something very on the micro level and I'm trying to expand more in this direction. Oh, that's what you mean. Doesn't mean that I'm not learning at all. Okay, because okay. you're looking at things on a, mic- on a macro scale. I'm telling you, fuck the macro scale. I don't need a macro scale because I don't want to learn everything. I don't want to learn about what the aspects are. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying on the macro scale. Because even though I've been like they sh- they tell us all this shit in school when they force us to take like social science, and I'm like I'm a math nerd. I don't give a shit about social science. They're like it makes you more worldly and it's useful. That's what I'm saying. When you learn about something that you don't really give a shit about, like art or fitness or like something completely like baking, it teaches you more about the world. 
it's like it's not even though you don't care about baking or you hate baking it's still useful to learn about it that's why they t- they make us take like social science in school and arts and all that bullshit because it's actually it might be bullshit to you but it actually does make you better as a person i'm talking about specifically the macro scale like all right okay yeah i can see it yeah, but wh- okay. whatever <sighs> whatever yeah it's yeah. okay whatever okay but like for me my defense to that is that I'm not going to try to know everything about the macro scale because it's not possible. And honestly, some of the things on the macro scale is just not going to benefit me in any way. I don't need to learn how to do paint. like how to paint. Yeah, sure, how to paint, you know, um I don't need to learn how to like um, clay sculpting. Yeah, I mean like artistic stuff or like and like you know or even I don't even need to know how to build computers solve very complicated math equations yeah. because I the direction I'm going in yeah. I just don't see how that's going to benefit me and I'm not going to actively try to learn that because it's a waste of time yeah but if I am presented with the opportunity to learn for example if I go to the to a museum any museum I do spend my time reading all the plaques I do spend my time interacting with the objects like you know I would say that if I'm in that kind of situation, I would learn. I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't even like airplanes anyway. Why am I even here? I'm like, I'm really here anyway, so might as well learn, right? It's interesting. Yeah. So that's my take on my macro macro view. Actually, ironically, I feel the same about the micro as you feel about the macro. (laughs) So, like, my thing with learning the details of stuff is that I don't need to know until like I actually need to use it. So like when I need to like when I started programming, I didn't know jack shit about like writing Swift, which is the code that you use to program like Apple stuff, and I just looked everything up as I needed. Like I don't need to learn about shit until I actually have to use it. And that's why I don't like learning about stuff in too much detail. So it's the same as you because it doesn't. I don't see how it's useful to me. Do you like baking? I don't really like baking as much as I like cooking. Do you learn about the macros of baking? Baking, yes, a little bit. Now I'm more focused in art, like trying to understand all the different techniques and stuff, which is completely foreign to me. Was completely foreign to me and is still completely foreign to me. So you know, one thing at a time. Isn't that micro? What do you mean? Learning about art. I mean, micro and macro are relative, but I guess my, my my scale of, like, micro is a lot more macro to, like, so, someone like you, I would guess. Because, like, you, guys, you like to go, li- like, really detailed into something, where I just, like, glance on the surface. Well, it depends, though, because, like, if I'm really into something, then I would go, like, deep, deep into the micro, right? But for something like uh, aviation, for example... I have a macro interest in it, but I'm definitely not going to go micro and figure out all the airplanes that mm. Boeing ever built in their history. Yeah. I guess that's a personality difference. Like, that is a personality difference. Like, I, I really don't go in, like into the deep, deep micro for anything. Yeah. Okay. So that's just a personality thing. So how do we end this mess? <laughs> well, I can reasonably conclude that in this conversation, Mika has a micro pen- micro penis. Micro penis. Yes. How? 
What? How did I'm you? I'm just come? kidding. I don't know. Oh, that's, a, that's a bad joke. Cut that out. <laughs> Do you know what a micro penis is? No. A micro penis is a penis that is when erect, less than I think two inches or something. Are you serious? Yes. Have is that seen, an actual term? Have you seen? It is an actual term. Have you seen the uh, pictures? No. <laughs> Do you want to see pictures? Yeah, sure. Why not? I will do it after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually kind of sad. Like, holy shit. But yeah, how do we end this podcast? <laughs> do you want to tell a horrible joke again? Oh god, no. No, no I don't. Yeah. I don't have any jokes right now. I'm, I'm kind of tired. But yeah, honestly. It's only been the first week of school and I already feel like I already feel so exhausted. I don't know why, but Oh, yeah, I guess we could tell a funny uh, like a funny story that uh, about Mika. Okay. You, you can tell them about the Gordon Lee story. The Gordon Lee story? Is that really funny to I thought, that, I thought that's pretty funny, yeah. Okay, so uh it's not funny, it's like more like what the fuck, you know, which is which achieves the same ties in with the theme. Please. Okay, so I'm in the, it's the first day of my Econ 101 class, microeconomics at university. And I'm taking it with this chap called Gordon Lee. And apparently he's like this cunt who's really good at teaching economics. So I took him under recommendation from my friends. So as usual, I'm late to class as I'm late to everything. But this is one class that I probably shouldn't have been late for because I get in and I find that everyone's like reading a paper syllabus and nothing's on like online. So you have nothing to read, basically, unless you came on time and get the syllabus when you distributed it. So I'm sitting for, like, there for 40 minutes listening to him talk about bullshit, and like I'm trying to get like what he's saying, but I have no syllabus. So at the end, I need to go get the syllabus, and a lot of people who are late also need to get a syllabus. So there's a long line of people, and each student goes up to him, and then they're like, can I have a syllabus, please? Takes a piece of paper, and then thanks, turns around, walks away. And like five people do this. So when it gets to me, I'm like, me being me, I have to do something different. I need to have this guy, like, I need to make an impression on this motherfucker. So I roll up to him and I'm like, dude, can I get an autograph with that syllabus? Then he's like, you want an autograph? And actually, I was just joking because, like, it's just like one thing you say, you know? But he sounded so happy, so I was like, why not appease this guy? So I'm like, why the fuck not, dude? So he takes, like, a blue marker and he turns my syllabus around and he signs the thing in, like, big, like, handwriting deliberately. And he hands me the thing, and I'm like, thanks, dude. And I just walk away, and now I have a signed syllabus from Gordon Lee. How was his reaction after that? He was smiling. <laughs> like, just smiling. How about the people behind you? Uh, I don't know. They were, like, on their phones. I didn't notice anything. Oh, okay. And you were wearing, like, your hat and everything, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I guess you just took his class today as well? Is it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? Yeah. Did, does he recognize you? <laughs> yeah, I think he does. <laughs> because you sit in the front too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like what, second row or something? Exact front. It's like literally right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's gonna know you, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I guess that will conclude the episode of What the Fuck's Wrong With You? No, that's not the episode. What, what's the name of it, the podcast? What's Wrong With You? Yes. By Apaka Apparel. By Apaka Apparel. Let's go. Bye. Bye-bye.